the, the start of the season is crazy. I just got back from Atlanta last night. I had to go get my truck from the shop, go load up 10 cases of wine, do this, have another Zoom after this, pick up our vice president ticket, drive three and a half hours to Bend, do five tastings, eat, sleep, repeat, sleep, come back, and then got kid stuff on Saturday. Can Mom, we talk about the shut fact Shut the that- fuck up. Shut the... Channing. Channing. <laughs> Bro, no, this is the thing, man. Like, when we talk about per- fucking perspective, dude, when we talk about perspective, it's, tough, it's like, dog. who you see in me the sweating? I don't, no, 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 Channing. You got to be, this is a thing. You can't be disrespectful <laughs> to people that act like, man, I got a tough day. I had to go pick up a bunch of, from my wine, and then I got to grab my guy. Then we're going to drive three hours to beautiful Ben, and we're just going to give people wine and tasting and eat food, and then we got to do that for a couple of days. It's tough. It's tough. Bro, you sound like a you, listen. <laughs> you, you, it's tough, Richard. Someone that went to private school and had air conditioning in his car. What was yeah. that line we used? Yeah. First and, of all, I did not have air conditioning, and I had yes, to, you, I had to go to private school. Channing, Channing, Channing. <laughs> Richard had Moon, no. more, Moon Valley had more air conditioning than than St. Mary's does. Okay, he's lying. Let me just establish. <laughs> So let me let me establish this. Let me first of all, so like first of all, they don't even have they don't. It's not even hot when school starts, right? That's why they get them out for the summer. Second thing, there is nothing like you're pulling your Victoria Beckham right now. It's like, listen, we come from very hardworking people. Tell the truth, Channing. We cannot know, but no, we just the both of them. Okay, well, in the eighties, my father drove a Rolls Royce. That's the shit, bro. Eighties, I did not no, drive a Rolls Royce. Always want to. People always want to connect with non-privilege, implying that, oh, no, no, I'm just like everybody else. I never no, said you're that. not. I'm I'm like, I, took, I took the city bus. I took the city bus to high school at 14 every single day, standing outside in the heat, to and from school. Don't give me this. Don't give me no. You, I had to drive. Oh, I had to drive Arizona. 35 We're minutes in a truck with no AC, Richard, uh, every okay, single bro. day. Uh, okay, What's yeah, wrong yeah. with the two of you? No, I had no power. Listen, this is the thing. I don't like, I, in my personal opinion, my truck got robbed every week. That, that's why the Victoria Beckham and 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 Beckham thing is so real. Because it's like people like this. Oh no, no, no! It was hard. It was, it was shut the fuck up. Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I had the same upbringing as like a D Wade, but my upbringing ain't like I know my story. Like, if you didn't have to get to school 30 minutes early just to get free breakfast. Right. If you didn't have a special ticket for free lunch, like don't like don't don't hit me with the struggle, bro. First of all, I mean, I'm with Michael Wilbon. When Michael Wilbon is like, man, Channing, I remember you when you were a little kid and like your mom used to bring you to all of these conferences. Like, bro, it's okay. Because we couldn't afford a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Channing. You yeah. earned the oh my god the start to the season feeling that you have right now. So kudos you. to you. Thank you. you. I don't even know what time it is, what day it is. I know Pence, it's so hard. Pence, welcome to this edition of Road Trip and Alec Clifton, Richard Jefferson. What day is it? God, your names are getting more boring and boring as we speak. I, I've been on a rush. I don't have time. Little PP McWeewee. I, I was. I don't know where See, to you go. You could have used that. And it would have been could've, wonderful. Could've. Um. Wow. How are we doing today, Richard? How are you? I'm outstanding. I'm outstanding. There's nothing I love more than privileged people wanting to blend in with the <laughs> folk, with the regular folk. I'm just like you. It's like the old guy at the kids. Hey, kids, where are we hanging out? <laughs> Fucking cop. People, just embrace it. Embrace whatever your situation is. Don't relate to a different struggle. 
It's like, no. I like to relate no. to all the struggles. No, you know, you know the best them. thing that you've ever said about your situation? You know the best thing that you've ever said as long as I've known you? You uh, said you, I hate you, you, you said you were on the plane with, and it was like all the guys, it was when you were with the Knicks and Quentin Richardson and all these guys were kind of cracking jokes about it. And you looked at them and you said, all of your kids are going to go to private schools and country clubs and they're going to grow up to be just like me. And they were all like, oh, fuck, that is true. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's like, look, I'd be proud. It might. Let me say this. If, if I would be proud if my they kids have to go to St. Mary's, though. No, no. I would be proud if my kids grew up to be like Channing. One hundred percent. Channing and Logan. One hundred percent. But one thing I would I don't never know about fuck. Logan. Logan's no, no, no. Weird. I love Logan. I like Logan more. One thing I would never fucking tolerate from my kids that are shooting basketball on the strand in Hermosa Beach is for them to even try and relate. Well, no, man. You know, it was tough, man. No, it fucking wasn't. How's no, there? Wasn't. Don't ever say that. Don't do that. Your struggle is different. Your struggle is different, but it ain't a struggle, bro. Like, I it's would like, not tolerate that from my kids. The struggle when it's low on avocado. What? The struggle is when avocado is in oh, short. Yeah. yeah, when they get melon in front of them and they ask where the fucking prosciutto was. Do you know how, like, where's the prosciutto? And it's like, bro, do you know I used to have sweet for dinner many a nights? You know right? what the real was, struggle is when they're trying to shoot layups and someone doesn't know how to put a freaking basketball. Oh, that together. was bad. I don't what know if you got all that, that? I, I don't know, but, who, but first of all, we're going to add this clip and show what this Task Rabbit did. All shout out Task Rabbit. Uh, what they did, they put the, the 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 base in the front. They put the base in the front, so every time my kids shoot a hoop, it just plops. And on top of it, so let me just talk about this struggle because I'm I'm in that mood this morning, right? So, I people, I live very close to the ocean. So my kids don't have a basketball hoop and my kids are addicted to basketball. You guys know this. My kids are addicted. So there's an empty lot that's like six houses down and I see it's up for sale and they have a great driveway. And I was like, oh, wow, that's dope. So, let, so I called the, the real estate agent. I'm like, hey, I know you guys are selling this. Is there any way that I could put a basketball hoop up? just so my kids can play. It's like five houses down. They're like, no problem. Just give us some tickets. Cool. So I'm like, dope. So now I'm sitting here watching my kid play basketball with the ocean in the background. They will never be able to tell about a fucking struggle. Don't ever give me a struggle. So yes, when I get the private school kids like Channing, like I didn't get a car till I was 21 years old, like after lying and, and stealing money from basketball camps. And not working when I say stealing. I, mean, I got my working. car from my truck from the impound for fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> this is the truth. It was a yes. It was probably somebody in my family's car that got impounded because they couldn't afford to pay it. No, it was it was crusty. There was a and rat Allie, in the alley. You can get it too. Look at Allie's over here wearing Warrior stuff to start the season. Man, I don't know if the Laker fans are actually gonna... shout yeah. out Warrior Vibes. It's Spiritual mm. Gangster. They like to um, give me free swag, nice swag. Oh, they like to gift swag? me swag. Spiritual um, Gangster, Arizona. Swag. Shout out. Yeah, it's actually like yoga gear, and I attend this place called uh, this yoga studio near me. Actually, and I never. I never What's get the name of that yoga studio yeah, near you. Go ahead, uh, Allie. Oh, Allie, yeah. I did see now. Allie, see this is the thing with these people today. Allie just got on that mic and said, "Oh, it's uh, you know, I have this yoga studio, but I never get free swag." Allie, you are like top seven in the history of Soho Yoga of swag given. You know when I get the swag though, what? when Richard has to apologize for not doing something he was supposed to do. <laughs> That's why you're <laughs> top seven. Okay, let's top seven. That's why you're top seven. <laughs> Love you. Shut up. About the process is about to end. <laughs> if there's anything 
uh, you as our viewers need to understand and know celebrities, professional athletes, like the two of them, they're just like the rest of us. Okay. No, we're, no, we all have our situation. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> we're we're so much. My what? hands are so we're rough. So, we're so much messed in, far more messed in the head. We're so far more messed in the head. <laughs> okay. Well, that's for you to say, not me. So. Manual labor. <laughs> Here we are. Picking up boxes of wine. Picking up boxes of wine is from the wine company that you own when you retired at 35. And Hang bought. on. 36. Actually, Channing, you do you manual labor? 35. Channing, do you yes. do manual labor? Yes. Okay. If you're, if someone set up a basketball hoop. Yeah. The way Richard's basketball hoop has been set up. Would you get your... It. You would get your drill out and you would just fix yeah, it for, for your sure. children, right? Okay. Easily. Okay. Easily. Yeah, that's great. I'm fucking proud of you. That'll make you a better fucking man. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't judge my masculinity based off of this. I judge it off of this. Your father made a bunch of phone calls, came up with an amazing idea, and got to do a basketball hoop on the ocean, like five houses down. And I paid somebody 50 bucks to, or 200 bucks to go pick it up and drop it off. They messed it up. I'm not going to all of a sudden get on my hands and knees and start doing shit. But come on, man. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder, people. Greatest outsourcer there is. Oh, for sure. Right there. I will give him right. credit. Thank okay. You. Delegator. Let's get into it. Not out delegator of responsibility, not just outsourcer. Oh, my bad. Um, all right, let's talk about some NBA basketball, shall we? Because the season is back. Channing is already getting crushed on Twitter from people that just want to argue, and he's down oh. for it. He oh, is I'm in it to it. win it, which I love this version of Channing. Um, I'm going to start with Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. Yep. And we'll go from there. Zion logged 15 minutes, preseason game against Magic the other night. 12 points, five boards, five assists, 50% shooting, four of eight. Willie Green was taking some heat for playing him so much. What? How much would you be playing Zion and what's the best way to handle him early this you, season? You can't run a marathon unless you try and run a marathon. If you don't play 40 minutes or 38 minutes in a game, you can't play 38. Listen, this is the thing about preseason. And I'm already fired up. If you guys are still listening, yeah. you're listening to me. Get, Get his ass. This is my thing. Game one can go into overtime. We saw that last year. What was it Knicks? Was it Knicks Boston went into like an overtime game one? And these guys had to play. But I'm just saying these guys had to play like 48 minutes in an overtime game. He's not going to start the season on a minute restriction. So if game one, he's forced to play 37 or 41 minutes because it goes into overtime. When are you preparing for that? That's what the preseason is for. They always say we're going to play you 25, 30 minutes here. Then at the last, a lot of coaches say the last preseason game or the second to last preseason game, you're going to play your normal minutes. So if you're playing your normal minutes, that's to condition you to do it because it's not like there's a ramp up to the season where you're like, oh, hey, listen, we're going to start him off playing about 25, 30. Then as he starts to build up his conditioning, as we get to around Christmas, we'll start upping his minutes to 35. It's like, no, that motherfucker might have to pay 35 minutes a night to start the joint. Yeah. So when you think about how hard the West is. And this team, okay, one, Zion has missed three out of the four years. So literally, he may be in shape, which is one, which helps lower his, his chances of getting hurt. He is not an NBA game shape. You could do all the drills you want to. He, he is not in NBA game shape. The only way to do that is to play. They are more used to him not being there than being there. You cannot get film if you're on a minute restriction. 
You cannot push your body if you're on a minute restriction. Also, you don't pay, right? Like Richard and I, we drive nice trucks, right? Uh, these trucks, we drive them every single day. We don't just keep them in the garage, right? We don't have that luxury. The, we put the miles in them bitches. Miles, shout right? Out As Ford. I'm taking my truck. Shout out, big shout out Ford. Bless you, Shelby. Uh, or rap. Hook me up with another truck. But he needs you know to my play. My sister and brother-in-law work at Ford, right? Yeah, thank you. That information what? would have been nice to know before I bought God damn, Allie. Bronco. Thank you. Thanks, Allie. Oh. I mean, anyways, talk about anyways. using your resources. Yeah. Ford, but that's Ford Tractor Division. It's just for the truck. Goodbye. Keep talking. Goodbye. Okay. Listen, they were number one in the West last year when he was healthy. So what do you think the expectations are this year for this team? If they don't get off to a good start, Sacramento's good. Golden State's good. L.A. Clippers, L.A. Lakers, Utah's solid, OKC, Dallas, Suns. Minnesota. So all of a sudden, I've already named nine teams, not including the Pelicans. So if you get off to a slow start, now Griff goes, well, this ain't working. Everyone got to go. We got to start. He over. might, like, and Griff is our guy. Griff might have, might go. Like, everyone's <laughs> job is at risk. You're, you have 18 months before your job is at risk. Oh, yeah. And that's coaching, players, management. Everyone has 18 months. You'll get a full year. Where are we at? You'll get another six months. And it's like, okay, this is your squad team. Now I know people get fired after two years. That's what I'm saying. 18 months, if it don't look good, typically you're going to get fired after two years, right? So everyone is on the clock. And this is the last thing I'll say. If Zion Williamson played 20 minutes in every single preseason game, and then and in the first on a, on let's say their season starts and they played Monday, Wednesday, and then they are, he's forced to play 39 minutes because they need to win. He's their best player. Do you think he's in condition if he's only played 20 minutes each night for the last, right, for the last, like, two weeks? that And the running and the conditioning. But, like, game shape is game shape. So if you're not going to prepare to run a marathon, and the marathon is not just the length of the season, it's the amount of games and the amount of minutes that you have to play. you got to start prepping for that. So you guys also, are saying that he should be right? playing in every preseason game? What? How many uh, No. No, no. There's, be selective, but you have to push him. So let's say he plays 20. Then next time he may play 28, right? And then learn to recover, right? He has to learn to recover faster. How do you feel? What's going on? Then the next game, hey, we're going to play you for real this game. You're going to play 34, 36, and then you may not play the next game. You may just play the first half or the second half, whatever it is. But you got to start expanding that rubber band. Look, anybody that's, on, anybody that's online that's complaining, Channing and I don't have the time or the crowns to explain this. So just know that this is what a conditioned athlete needs to do. And Zion's injury, he could sprain his ankle in the first play of the game. Anything can happen, but you have to condition a guy to do it. Next question. Someone agreed with you, Channing. Okay, we're going to talk sleeper teams that didn't make the playoff last season. And Channing, Ooh. I'm going to give you the East. Make a case for a team that did not make the postseason last year that you think will this year, your sleeper team? Oh, the Orlando Magic. I don't think, I think it's easy. easy. Orlando Magic, easy. Someone said they agreed with you, 42 wins? You I have think 40, 40 to 42 wins. That's a lot, but here's why I say that. They don't have shoot. they have two clear things that they are missing, which I think they will be able to get. They have a lot of good players that they could package for shooting and a veteran guard. They have... 
Paolo is good. Wendell Carter Jr. is solid. Obviously, Wagner is solid. Markel Fultz is solid. Um, you know, they have a lot of good, solid players. They don't have a vet, like a real vet. They don't have a real vet. And then they don't have real shooters. So if you can address those two things, I think Paolo has a breakout year. I was talking to uh, Grant, and he was just raving about how impressed he was with Paolo during the USA game or USA team. He was like, it's not about him scoring, right? It was about his commitment to defense and how he was watching the other pros. So he was like, he, th he thinks that he's going to make a huge jump this year because of how his he's matured and like, oh, I'm doing a workout, but I ain't doing a workout like this all-star does. So I'm going to take a little bit of this or this guy does this. So I think the magic make a jump. 40 to 42. Okay. Not, not uh, like in post, like eight seed. Top eight. Top eight. I give top them eight. top eight. Okay. Uh, on the flip side, what's a top four seed from last season that you, no, I'm sorry. I'll give you first, Rich. West. You go West. West. One, I agree with Channing in his Orlando pick. <clears throat> I think Paolo is a, is a, who'd they get in the draft? Who'd they end up getting? The guard, not, uh, black, something black, the guard. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty good, right? You get a point guard, they got, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. Anthony. So I, I think Paolo is, he ha in my opinion, I think coming off of USA basketball, right, I, I think he learned a lot. There was, you know, he didn't play as much, but I think those early games and that, the experience, the intensity of how hard to go, I think he has a chance to make a jump to be an all-star this year. Like, I watched him go go 30-something and 40-something against Kevin Durant in – uh, in Brooklyn, toe to toe, first time they played against each other. Kevin Durant got the better, but the fact that this twenty-year-old kid was was holding his own on carrying his team. So I agree with Channing on that. In the West, what what team do I think? I I, I still stand by uh, Houston. I like I like Houston's team. I, I think that they can make it into the top eight. I stand by that. Like, cause again, you got to understand all you got to be is the 10 and then you win one or you, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it is the formula to get there. You just have to not be the bottom two. And I think that there will be teams that will be in the bottom two. They'll put them in the 10th spot and give them a chance. The weird thing, even about Orlando trying to be the eighth seed is that you have to win very pressured games to become the eighth seed. That's the only part. And think of, think uh, what Miami did. Think how Cleveland two years ago, was in the play in and lost back to back games. Like it's like to get the eighth seed now is not, you can't believe how oh, I think they're a playoff team. It's like you can be right there and then you got to fight. You could be the seven seed and have eight wins over, like above the, the eight, nine, and 10 and still miss the postseason. So it's so hard. It's really what it is is like, are you, is this a play in team or is this a playoff team? Those are two completely different. The play in is not the, po is not the postseason. So, um, I, I think right now we have to say who's postseason and that who's going to make the postseason. And that means top, top six. And then who's the p p play in teams. P p p p p p play okay, but when it's all said and done, top eight, go to the playoffs. So yes, but it's not the think, top eight. You think it, the Rockets, the you think the Rockets are a top eight team. Well, you can Richard, have the, the, the Lakers were the seventh seed and they went to the Western conference finals. They're in the postseason. No, so no, I'm I, talking about being a part of the playoffs. It's still eight teams from each conference. Agreed, but I'm saying you could be the 10 seed and make the place playoffs. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. You think they're just magically going to do that? No, 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 no. <clears throat> I, I think that the Houston Rockets have a chance to get into the play-in, and they have oh. a chance. 
to get to the postseason. If you get to 10, then you have a chance to make the postseason. That's the team that I think. I think they can get to 10. Maybe they win one game and then, or yeah, maybe they win one game and then lose the 7 8 game. But to so they're me, they're going to be Oklahoma City of last year. Yeah, I think they have. Uh, I, no, I don't think they have a Shea on their team. I don't think they have a Shea on their team that helps them do that. But I think I, I think that they do have like like again everybody's picking OKC to make a big jump with Shea now and what we see Chet Holmgren is going to be after a year Williams. of just being, being nice. in the lab. They got a lot. So I I, I do want to stick with the Rockets just for a second. What did you guys make of uh, Dylan Brooks' first preseason game? Not even five minutes in the flagrant two. Why the smiles? <laughs> Whapping wieners, man. Just up here punching wieners. Yeah, for man. What? It's just like, for what? I didn't see the play. I saw a picture of it, and I saw Dylan Brooks got kicked out. I, look, I've been – after Dylan Brooks' BS last year, I've been a big fan of him this summer. I've been – like, what he did for Canada, the way he played, Canada doesn't have – doesn't get the medal in the world championships without him, and that's 100% fact. And I think Houston giving him a chance in the rock, rock – um, excuse me, the roster that they have on them. I think now, obviously, you know, they've lost a player, you know, Houston that was into this mix and rightfully so. I understand why he is no longer, you know, available for to play. <clears throat> but I still like Houston. I think they're the team that's going to make a jump in the Western Conference from being the worst team in the league to being semi-respectable. Okay, who's who's going to be the worst team in the league? Is it, it's either, so now you're only talking the Spurs or Utah. No, uh, I think Laurie Spurs could really be the worst team. I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte could be really, really bad. No, sorry, we're talking just in the Western Conference. Oh, just, me, just West. Oh, Charlotte's going to be garbage. Who is the worst? What team is going in the on Conference? in Charlotte right now, dude? They just can't get right. <laughs> no, they they picked a kid. Unfortunately, that's having some struggles. We I don't know the full details, but in my opinion, he's having some struggles. So he's gone. They had Miles. He he's apparently made another mistake. I saw something that just popped up. I don't know yeah. the details, so I don't speak on it. So, but apparently there's people that are want to have a conversation with them. Let's leave it at that. So it's like you look at that Lonzo our, our um uh, Lamelo Ball. What what hit like how is he gonna come back healthy? Is he gonna come back there? And then they got they did get a very good wing. They did get a very good wing in the draft. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do. But I think they'll be the worst team in the league. That's my opinion. No, go ahead. Okay, so I had this argument. In the last, I'm not going to say 20 years, let's say 15 years, has there been a worse run team than the Charlotte Hornets? Now, listen to this. Draft picks, free agent signings, uh, making it to the postseason, the best thing they ever did was one player. They had one player, so they pay, overpaid Gordon Haywood. They paid, They drafted Michael Kidd Gilchrist above Brad, Bradley Beal. They multiple felonies for multiple players, right? LaMelo Ball is still young, but hasn't even sniffed the playoffs. Then you go back to overpaying Nicholas Batum. Where does Kemba fall in all of this? Isn't it wild that Kemba That's the only first? one. That's the yeah. only one guy. And guess what? This is going to sound crazy. Kemba was the Damian Lillard of Portland, mm -hmm. where it's like you build your whole system around him, you get to the playoffs, but at the end of it, you you have one year where you're good, and then the rest of the years you're like first rounding out, and you have nothing to show for it. 
Okay, so let's go look at the last three. The la- Okay, so the last five teams. So the, we're talking yeah. about Pacers finished 11, Wizards finished 12, oh, Magic finished 13, Hornets finished 14, and the Pistons finished 15. Now, I'm going to say that Pistons would make a jump. I believe coaching. I believe system. Um you know, and that's nope. not to say that nope. that not that not to say that they didn't have a good coach before. It's to say that when you can have a good coach and you're getting the talent and it's the young talent, it's it's tough. And then Dude, Thompson is nice, by the way. Yeah, the, the, both no, the Thompsons are nice. That, nice. That's what I'm saying. They got Tom like, and that was the thing before. Obviously, there were some situations this summer in Houston. You're like, you're adding Thompson. You're adding Van Vliet, who who was an all star. He's still in his prime. Like, you're adding talent. You got the bigs. Like, they got a lot of stuff going on there. So I think Houston is still that team. Pistons, I don't think are make a make a big jump. Um, I, again, these are all things that we don't know. Let's go to the Western Conference. Who are the bottom teams in the Western Conference? Really quickly, the Spurs. Trail, Jazz, Trailblazers, Rockets, Spurs. Uh, the Trailblazers are going to be trash. They'll be the worst team. Trailblazers will be worse. 100%. You got to. DeAndre Aiden doesn't want any of that smoke. He got asked to do media because they're taking on the Suns. And someone asked him about Phoenix. And he said, I was brought over here and told that I was supposed to talk about last night's game. No questions on Phoenix. Dude, he locked in, dialed, focused. Well, I th- think about this for him. He's a number one pick. He goes to a team where they already have a number one guy. They want him to be a glorified Bismack Biombo. He does that. They go to the NBA Finals, and he's like, then they don't want to pay him his money. Role. Then they don't want to pay him his yeah. money. Dude, you, you got to take it from his side. He's like, dude, you just want you can go get any big man in the league to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I need an opportunity. I feel like I should. He is talented as any other big man in the league for as young as he is. He's physical. He's strong. He just wants opportunity to show that. Like, give me a chance to fuck up, coach. Don't put me in. Don't put baby in a in a box. Don't put baby. I'm in sorry. Box. Don't you don't you don't get to have a number one pick that does what he does, and then you don't want to pay him, and then he goes gets a qualifying offer, and then you're like, okay, fine, we'll have him. Nobody wants that. That's like being in a relationship and being like, I want to break up. Okay, let me go find a new girlfriend. Okay, yeah. oh, you got a new girlfriend that's willing to do that? Okay, I want you back now, and you have to stay here with me. And you're like... You would have been nasty in Indiana with Halliburton and Miles Turner. He would have felt wanted. Yeah. He would have felt wanted. But Dude, think about that team. Halliburton, healed Miles Turner, uh... And uh, 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 DeAndre Aiden. I only Ooh. hear trade. I only hear trade pieces when you talk about Indiana. Okay, <laughs> let's go to the flip side, Rich. Since you talk about the postseason being the top six, okay. Why? Why so. did you? Because <laughs> top six are the only people guaranteed to be in the postseason. Whatever. Um. All right. So I want Rich. You'll take the East this time. A top four team. From last year, which would have been Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Caps, which one could likely miss the postseason in terms of guaranteed? Oh, Sixers. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Sixers. They got that's a lot. lot. Right, yeah, we, they got a lot going on. Everybody that's still listening to Channing Sniff, he lives on a hay farm, and and sometimes that hay gets stuck in his clothes. So now we get to listen to his allergies. Oh, uh, sorry. No, 76ers. 76ers. They're in such disarray. And I've stood by this. And I don't think – I think Joel should leave the 76ers. Uh, you talked about Charlotte. No. What? Wow. Where would he go? You just dropped that like it was – No, I, I don't – I think well, so too. Yes, but yeah, I, dropped, I dropped it like – I don't. I, I'm. I like to stir the pot and I like to poke the bear. I don't like to tell anybody what to do. 
but I'm looking at, let's, you talked about Charlotte and the mistakes that Charlotte has made. Let's talk about Philly for a second. With all due respect to Tobias Harris, you picked Tobias over Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been to two NBA finals since you made that stupid move. Secondly, you you have the Ben Simmons situation that wasn't handled properly or handled the way it should have been. So then that turns into a debacle where you're just wasting Joel Embiid's time, right? Then you get James Harden. Obviously, the insider trading that you guys did to get James Harden has now blown up in your face. Tell me why Joel Embiid should stay loyal to Philly. And I'm not saying ask for a trade. I'm not saying ask for this. But if they can't change trade James Harden, then obviously you got to look at management. And not I don't think the, I don't think Daryl Morey was a part of the decision to move on for Jimmy Butler. I think he might have came in after that. Don't quote me. So I'm saying it's like, but collectively, you know, you even have Michael Rubin, the former owner, uh, minority owner of the 76ers, saying that hey. Um, if I was still with the franchise, things would have been handled better. So he's basically throwing a shot at the ownership and the management of Philly. He said those words. So I'm not making that up. But at some point in time, hey, Joel, Philly's a great place, great basketball community. But at the end of the day, they are not doing the same things for you that, let's say, uh, Milwaukee is doing for that Milwaukee is doing for Giannis. They are not doing the same things for you that that Denver is doing for Jokic. They're not doing the same things for you that the Lakers are doing for LeBron and AD. They are not building the team and keeping the 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 quality of the franchise at the level that they should. Now the Lakers had a dip, but they were elite and they won a championship and they had a dip because they made some mistakes and they've cleaned those mistakes up and now they're back. Okay. Channing, we're going to the you guys both agreed on the Sixers. Yeah, oh yeah. Top four team from the West. That's not guaranteed in the six. The spot. Sacramento Kings. Really? I know it sucks. You think that that was a one and done? No, 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 no. I think they make is... the playoffs. I just think this. We and here's here's the thing. Did they add anybody? Obviously, that's a young team. They're going to get better, right? But you would say the Lakers got better. The Warriors are going to be the Warriors, healthy. You got, uh, and, and here's the one, the Suns are obviously going to be good. Denver's going to be good. I just named four, right? Laker, so Denver, Phoenix, LA, Golden State, and here's that fifth one, right? Everyone is still on the Clippers train. How many years do we have to get pumped by the Clippers Every single year. It's just like the fact that that just shows you how good Kawhi and PG are. It's like, if you show up, we're going to put you in the top six. It's just automatic. Mm -hmm. so, obviously, I have the Clippers. And then... Wait, so you're getting pump fake too? <laughs> I'm getting pumped. I just have to put... It's just impossible. I've seen Kawhi Leonard up close and personal when he plays. When he plays, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's just you have a chance to win. And then, you know what is crazy? I don't really like Dallas's roster, but I know they're going to win. So that's six. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let me ask you guys this because it, it just kind of like squirrel clippers were top five team when it comes to the GM surveys that are out yeah. as former players, as NBA champions, can I get your honest opinion on how players view the GM surveys? Do they really pay attention to them and how much weight should they really actually hold? Oh, I've never cared about that. I've never cared about people that aren't on the court. 
and I, I'm just being, I'm being a dick. I'm being a little smart ass, but like, I don't care what the reporters picks are. I don't, I don't care what the 2k rating is. I don't care what the GM's op- opinions are because you know, anonymous GMs like to talk. Oh, I can't believe they're dicks. Uh, I can't believe they did. Uh, um, I can't believe they did this says an anonymous GM. It's like, yeah, I, so no, you put some stock in it in the sense of like, okay, these are opinions, but like opinions have never won a thing ever game minute championship ever. And and here's the thing. We argued about who was MVP last year. And then we realized who the fuck was MVP. It shows you, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> you mm-hmm. could have won that MVP hands down. But we started talking ourselves out of it. Obviously, he had a little, he had one little bump, and everyone was like, yep, that's all we needed to give it to somebody else. Well, look, same way where Giannis won two MVPs and there was some voter fatigue because we're like, we're not going to keep doing this game. Uh, and then he won the championship that year. And I guarantee you why, I, you know why? Why I don't care that he didn't win the MVP is because I truly believe that he cares more about the finals MVP. He cares more about the finals MVP. If you ask him how much that MVP would have meant to him, he's like, I got two of them. I wanted the finals MVP. I wanted to win a championship. And same with Giannis. Would Giannis have wanted another MVP? Who doesn't? But what was more important to him in that season, in that journey? The fact that he accomplished the ultimate goal. And MVPs are one of the goal. And an MVP is not the ultimate goal. That's a mistake that people make. MVPs are not the ultimate goal in the in NBA, in the basketball community. Winning an MVP puts you in a class. It means you're the best player on the planet. It means that you had the best season in the entire world. And so when you do that, that's cool. But that's not the number one goal. The number one goal is to win a championship and win the finals MVP. If you do that, that's far different. Could you imagine now... Joel Embiid has a a crazy individual record. Could you imagine if he never make he got an MVP and never made it to the NBA Finals? Has that ever happened in the history of basketball? Probably. Some Derrick Rose. Oh, shit. I was like, that's what I said. Probably, like, I was like, dude, getting to the finals. Do you get, like the Bulls have not, the Bulls have not been to the finals since. since oh no, Duke. he was traded that year, twenty seventeen, right at with you chanting at uh, the break. He was traded yeah. that year, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Rose. Yeah. So no, I, I, that wow. that's why I'm like that MVP you were talking about chanting. I'm just like I get it. But now if Jokic comes out and has the same season or a better season, oh. which he's had, and he feels like he's gotten better every year the last like five or six years, even if he has the exact same season last year, oh, there will be no doubters. There will be zero <laughs> doubters. Same with you know, honest. The Same thing that's crazy, though, when you talk about the whole weight of the MVP thing, because if it wasn't for injuries, the way in which people viewed and still talk about Derrick Rose at that level. Yeah. Yeah. He's different. He is one of the most beloved, respected players of all time. It's crazy. It is crazy. Like, he can do no wrong. Like, and this is a fact. Derrick Rose left the Knicks. Right? He just like randomly left. He had something going on in his life. Said, hey, I got to take time out. He randomly left the Cavs. Like he's gone through a lot of different things and nobody gives a shit. (laughs) And no matter what he does, he is loved. He is a a genuinely nice, quiet human. And the the state of Illinois, the shitty of city, not the shitty, shitty, the city of Chicago loves him. 
Shitty city. All right, clearly you guys ate your Wheaties today. A very energized episode, and we will continue this tomorrow. We're going to talk a little truth or trash. It's another edition of Road Trippin'.